Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. And Jim Colony right now, our buddy from 93.7 The Fan out there in Pittsburgh, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Jim, uh, after going through the rest of the teams in the National League Central, many people are saying that Pittsburgh hasn't done a whole lot. They don't expect a, a whole lot out of this team. So you tell me what we should expect out of this team. Well, I kind of figured it was no coincidence that I looked at your lineup of people talking about the Central Division, and I was last. Um, and I figured, okay, I mean, are they going in order of the projected standings? No, or, we're going uh, in order of time. You know, <laughs> that's it. Okay. It was available. No, 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 no. That's no, but but that's um, if I mean, if if people in Milwaukee are counting the Pirates out, then uh, they may as well be Pittsburghers. Um, there's, you know, there's. I mean, you, you just got to look at it. You just you just have have to look at it realistically now. There are, and I, I think, well, see, here's the thing, is that, is that Pirates fans had, had hopes built up, you know, uh, six, seven, six, five years ago uh, when they had a nucleus of, of, of players and still fairly young players with Andrew McCutcheon in the middle of it, but also they had Pedro Alvarez and Neil Walker and Josh Harrison and Jordy Mercer Starling Marte, Gregory Polanco, you know, this was a team that was going to be together for a while. Um, and then they, they did get better. Um, and for a three-year stretch, 13, 14, 15, and 15, they won 98 games, but still couldn't finish ahead of the Cardinals, so they get stuck in the wild card, lost to Arietta. Um, and then you figure at that point, here's a team that won 98 games, and let's bring in, let's build with that team. They never did. And there was a, a nice little positive blip a couple of years ago. They managed to finish over 500 again. Uh, but, you know, last year it was uh, – the, the, the end of the season was abysmal. Changes had to be made. You know, you get clubhouse fights. And, and, and the, you know, they, they have the best closer – or I shouldn't say the best, but one of the best closers in baseball. And, um, and a guy that they could have traded for assets. And then he gets, he gets basically uh, found guilty of rape. Uh, it was just, a, I mean, it's a, it's just an awful, awful situation. It had nothing to do with baseball, but that's, I mean, that's, that was just the capper on a season of other things that did have to do with baseball, that the team was just a mess. Um, so they went out, cleaned house, as people know. But the thing is, is that really it sounds like the message from the new regime, and we have to give these guys a chance, is, is to follow the same path as the old regime. But, but I don't think, you know, it's like we're not going to, spend a lot of money now we're going to see what we have if we've got something going and guys like brian reynolds for example uh kevin newman uh, adam frazier played injured we found out last year if, if those guys can can hit better can improve if josh bell is the first half josh bell not the second half josh bell okay you know then and the pitchers don't all get hurt then maybe they can get something going and then if we have something going then we'll invest in the team you know maybe next year but the thing is, Pirate fans are, I'll believe it when I see it, based on, based on what they didn't do last time. Because even though the GM's different, the team president's different, the manager's different, a lot of the players are different, the owner remains the same. And as long as that's the case, Pirate fans are going to be skeptical. Yeah, I was going to say, the, the skepticism reigns uh, supreme. You talked about some of the guys uh, that are position players. Tell me about the starting rotation. Obviously, Chris Archer, it begins with him and then kind of trickles down from there. Well, you know, among the, the the bad luck that they had last year was Jamison Tyone, who's had a career filled with bad luck, um, and and so he's he's he, Tommy John again for him, so he's done for the year. So he's he's out. He was the presumptive ace 
uh, last year before he got hurt. Chris Archer has never um, has never lived up to what he showed in the American League East. You know, it was one of those. And I'm not sure how how you feel about this, but and maybe this is oversimplification. It probably is. But the way I look at it is that if you've got a guy like Chris Archer who has an ERA of under four in the American League East, where you have to go up against the the Yankees and the Red Sox and and even the Blue Jays uh, over you know a period of time, you know what 19? That's 57 games. That's you know over a third of your games. And if you can do okay against teams like that, then in the in the National League, then you sh- you should be better. Well, he wasn't. He's been worse. Uh, will bringing in Derek Shelton, who's got a history with him, even though he's not a pitching guy, you know, will will that will there be a comfort there? Will there be a confidence there that he can go back and be closer to the pitcher that he was with 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 Tampa Bay before he came over here? I don't know. Um, but you're right. Archer will probably be the opening day starter, although nobody has said anything yet. Um, and then you got Trevor Williams, who two years ago at the end of the year was the best pitcher in the National League for a time. That both he and Tyon, they they were they were terrific. And, and then last year, Tyone got hurt. Williams fell off. Uh, you know, beyond that, uh, it's just, I mean, your guess is as good as mine in terms of the rotation. Mitch Keller supposed to be next in line in terms of, you know, to a, a potential, you know, top of the rotation starter coming up through the minors. And then when they brought him up to the majors, he was horrible. Um, and again, will uh, Oscar Marin is the new pitching coach. Will, will, will he be able to, you know, straighten him out? Will, will Keller relax? Uh, the one message, and I, I actually am looking at snowfall outside my window, and I, I have a flight that leaves at 7.15 on Saturday to go down to Bradenton to cover these guys for a couple weeks. Um, you know, so I, but what I'm, what I'm hearing from our people down there now is that it, it is, it's not just lip service, that it's a fresh voice. That, you know, Clint Hurdle, um, you know, he's, um, he was always the, you know, the, the, the most dominant. He's a bright guy. He's a boisterous guy. He's got a big personality. Uh, but I think maybe that had, had worn off. He can also be a difficult guy to deal with. He can be condescending, certainly with us. And I think that he was with his players as well. Uh, and they're looking forward to a, you know, to, to a fresh voice, a more relaxed atmosphere. And so far, uh, that seems to be the case. But, you know, is the talent there? You know, that's the big question. And I think the overriding answer is, is not. Look, look at what the Reds did. For goodness sake, mm-hmm. um, you know it's 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 one thing to be to to do have the Cubs be the Cubs and have a huge payroll, and then the Cardinals just seem to always do everything right. And plus, that's really a major market team as well. And then in Milwaukee, what was it ten years ago when it started, where the Brewers had something going, and they did go out and bring in um, bring in proven guys. Um, and you know, even recently picking up guys like Yelich um, and and making moves like that. You know, why can't the Pirates do that stuff? It's a similar sized market. In fact, I think Pittsburgh might even be bigger. Um, and so that's what's frustrating to Pirate fans. And then to, to top it all off, you've got the Cincinnati Reds, of all people, who have been the worst team in the division for how many years now? Right. And all of a sudden, they're going out and bringing in guys. So it's a, it's a, it's, it's a tough scene for Pirate fans. I was going to ask you, because uh, the Brewers operating in the smallest market in all of Major League Baseball, um, they had said that they were operating in the red a little bit last year. Now, that's not going to happen each and every time, and this year they cut payroll by $30 million bucks. Uh, and there is some frustration via the fans, but they also know they have some pretty solid pieces in place. So what is the fan base, what is the thought process right now in, in Pittsburgh? Is it just an anger with ownership that they just have not committed enough resources to this team? I think it's beyond anger. I think it's apathy. And as you know, they, that's that's the worst thing. Yep. And and even though you know Milwaukee is it's it's not regional like St. Louis, but but there's a there, there is a well, geez, there used to be a baseball tradition here too, didn't there? Um, but but um, 
I don't know. The, the Brewers still managed to, to, to draw a lot of fans. Um, and, and so the, I think you guys have a, have a pretty good base of what's going on. I think there, there is a better uh, local broadcast um, market with, with, with Milwaukee than there is in Pittsburgh, although I think that that's improving here. And yet, well, you know, they don't even have to, you don't even have to open the gates uh, if you have a low enough payroll to, to cover it in Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. The Pirates don't have to sell any tickets. Um, and with the revenue sharing that does exist in Major League Baseball, uh, with the, the national revenue that they bring in, um, their, 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 their payroll right now is just over $50 million. Now, it shouldn't really be all that much more. You know, it's not like they were going to bring back Garrett Cole at $35 million a year or, or, you know, sign Harper, Machado, you name it. That, that's not going to happen. But, but to, to make moves, I, I go back to the Yelich move because I always – yeah, and in fact, you know what? When I'm going all over the place here. The guys the Florida Marlins had in their outfield what, three or four years ago. Right. Um, That's know, a hell of a they're team. All elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, with with Yelich, Stanton, and 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 Ozuna. My goodness, um, that was their outfield for a while. But anyway, um, the, the, things have to be managed better. And like I said, the new administration has to be given a chance. Uh, but and the other thing that, you know, Ben Sherrington, I can't wait to really get down. I've, you know, I've met him a few times and, but in press conference kind of situations, haven't had a chance to really talk to the guy, but he's really Neil Huntington all over again. Um, similar background. They both grew up in New Hampshire and I'm from New Hampshire. So I think that's cool. They both went to Amherst, um, and they both had success elsewhere and, and, uh, but they, they even sound alike, um, but you know, Charrington can only do what he can do. We'll see. It's it's going to be a lot different for him, though, working with with the with the financial constraints that he's working with here, um, as opposed to obviously what he had at his disposal when he was with the Red Sox for a few years. Jim, we wish you best of luck. I'm sure we're going to chat more down the road, and we'll see if uh, the Pirates can become a thorn in somebody's side. Okay. I think that's about all they can hope for. Just be a thorn. <laughs> I like the way you. I, I like the way you put that. Be a thorn in somebody's side. Get a little pride, and then kind of move on from there. Good stuff, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. All right, later. All right, buddy. There you go, Jim Colony from the uh, the fan in Pittsburgh from ninety three seven, and that's a guy that there's no hope. There's just this sucks. Ownership sucks. New management will give him a shot. Everything we're hearing sucks. Just sucks. It just God, I feel bad for them. I just do. I just feel bad for them. He joined us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years of beginning it done. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.